call a sack lunch. It is time to dive into the AFC West, and there is no place else that we could start but the defending AFC West champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, and their schedule looks like this, featuring quite a lot of primetime games, four, five to be exact, uh, including that week two matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers. And guys, we, we, we've talked about it during the offseason with all the moves that came in. And I mean, Chandler Jones going to Vegas, Russell Wilson going to Denver, Khalil Mack going to Los Angeles. The Chiefs, they were on the opposite side of this, losing Tyreek Hill. Uh, but they're still, I would say, and I think most of us would say, a top dog and a, a serious threat in the AFC with this tough schedule. Aaron, what is the storyline heading into the 2022 season for the Chiefs? Oh, well, my storyline's easy. Are the Chiefs still dominant in the AFC West? Are they still the team to beat? We've I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I've heard all the haters say, well, now they're going to fall off because Tyreek Hill's gone. You told me that last year. You told me they weren't going to be as good. The Chiefs have won that division a number of years in a row. They've been to four straight AFC championship games. I hear Dylan in the background already. The Chiefs can't do it. The Chiefs can't do it. Listen, we continue to doubt Andy Reid. We continue to doubt Patrick Mahomes. We find reasons to say they're not going to do it. But at the end of the season, when we all look up, there they are, atop of the AFC West, and you know, making waves and making their way into the AFC Championship game. I don't know that it's going to be any different this year. Is it more challenging this year? Absolutely. But I think obvious storyline is, do they continue that dominance? Or is it time for one of these younger teams, one of these teams with new weapons like a Denver Broncos to come over and take over in the AFC West? Yeah, you brought it up right there. You brought up the two things I wanted to say. You said it's going to be more competitive. Is it time for the Broncos to take over? And then really the one thing there with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs you could look at is Andy Reid. He's a head coach who's very talented in this league. We've seen him do it all uh, and win and in Philadelphia and in Kansas City with Alex Smith, with Patrick Mahomes. He's a winning head coach, uh, and that's that's a great thing to have in this league. He's going to be tested this year. I tell you, Mike McDaniels is coming over. A lot of uh, Nathaniel Hackett, another one. I'll touch on him a little bit later. But um, th there's a lot of uh, moving heads. Brandon Staley has his sort of uh, uh, his, his technique when it comes to being a head coach. So maybe the one thing going for the Chiefs is having Andy Reid there. And obviously having Patrick Mahomes is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. But I'm telling you, it's going to be very competitive. They have a hard schedule, and I think a team in this division could potentially jump them. And so I, uh, I can't believe I'm actually about to say this. I, I took a page out of Dylan's book for my headlines, and uh, I'm actually going to give you real, like, newspaper headlines. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, it's you don't always see every weapon. You know, like, anyone ever watched that movie Blade? How he's got the big black trench coat and the jacket, and you know he's got a sword on his back. When he opened up that jacket, it's like 50 blades in there. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, Tyreek Hill, that sword has gone down to Miami. But you open up this side, you got a Juju. You open up this side, you got an MVS. We're talking size, we're talking speed, and we're talking about a guy who we all looked at as one of the best number twos aside Antonio Brown. In the first year he had a chance to do it, he got injured. Well, the next year he came back in 2020, he was three, three receptions short of 100. 97 receptions, 837 yards, and nine touchdowns. That's the type of production that they thought they would get out of Sammy Watkins. And besides for his week one, three touchdown, 200-yard game season in and season out, mm, Sammy Watkins never really did it to the expect that they need to. And now we all know that I'm high on Sky Moore. I think that – I don't think he's Tyreek Hill, but I think he definitely makes up for a lot of what Tyreek Hill brought 
And the way that they're going to use him is going to be very similar in that route next to these other guys. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be right there, ready to do it again. You got Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. And sometimes a QB like Patrick Mahomes makes those weapons. I, I saw this uh, this tweet earlier today saying that Sky Moore is switching to being a cornerback because of his size and also the fact that he picked number 24. That has nothing to do with his actual <laughs> skill. Maybe the WNBA star will actually be great in Kansas City. But we have to, oh. we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be honest with ourselves here. What the Chiefs lost this year in, in Tyreek Hill, it's it's a massive drop-off. And now I don't like to talk about my graphics or like what's all, what you're seeing here, but this graphic here, breaking it down for you, is on average per year since 2018 combined what MVS and Juju have done as opposed to Tyreek Hill since 2018. That's combined to one person's production. They got more receptions. That's great together. But this is this is going to be a big time adjust. We're going to have to see a big time adjustment from the Kansas City Chiefs now that they do not have a Tyree Kill. I'm I'm I want to see who they who they favorite as the number one receiver. I love Juju. I think he's going to be at least for fantasy purposes, he's going to be a great target this year and I think he becomes uh, Patrick Mahomes number one wide receiver. I'm not, I'm not bashing them. I'm not saying they, they don't have a chance, but I am saying we have to be honest with ourselves and say that there's going to be an adjustment period with who is going to be their new Tyreek Hill. You know what? This, no, this, I, this sort of reminds me of Moneyball. So <laughs> we're so hot here. We are, AJ. That's a good point. Reminds me of Moneyball, right? You lose Giambi. I always bring in a couple pieces and sort of help fix and see if this can help the team out. Well, that's, that's what the Chiefs are doing here. They didn't want to pay top dollar to Tyreek Hill, bring him in. They bring in a couple replacements to get the same production, and uh, they play a little money ball approach. Save some money, bring in a Valdez Scantling, bring in a Juju, and don't have to pay big money to Tyreek Hill who's giving you all that production. So it was similar to that. They did end up getting a pick back in that deal, but it, it, they got to they gotta spread the ball around, and I think that's going to be their main focus. They don't need a number one. Uh, perfect, perfect segue, Dylan. Perfect segue. This isn't about replacing Tyreek Hill. Nobody's looking for them to come in and replace 1,500 yards at times, 10-plus touchdowns. This is not what Andy Reid's trying to do. I think everybody forgets. Do we remember when Andy Reid coached the Philadelphia Eagles to four straight NFC title games? Outside of Terrell Owens, who were their receivers? Freddie Mitchell? Uh, Todd Pinkston? Uh, like These guys that have no business even being on an NFL football field for the most part, but they were productive. Why were they productive? They had a really, really good quarterback. They had a great head coach, and they found ways to get them involved with a short passing game, which we saw. Vinny says an adjustment period. I don't think there's an adjustment period. I think Andy Reid saw what teams did to them last year, taking away the vertical threat. So they said, you know what? We'll go get a bunch of very good underneath receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster, who worked in the middle of the field with the Ben Roethlisberger. We'll get a guy that is strictly a vertical threat in MVS, and we'll go get a guy who has electrifying speed and playmaking ability in a Sky Moore, and those things combined will allow us to move the football in ways early in the season we couldn't do last year because we had no way to get Tyreek Hill over the top of a defense. When you have an elite quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, you have an elite head coach who knows how to scheme offense, you don't need Tyreek Hill. And I'm not saying that he's not a great player. 
but you find ways to run your offense in different ways. And they still have the best security blanket in all of football. And his name is Travis Kelsey and the greatest quarterback in all of football right now. The best quarterback, I should say, not greatest, the best quarterback in all of football yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. I, I, agree. Let's, not act like, let, let's not act like when every time we talk about a Patrick Mahomes, he's not being compared to an Aaron Rodgers. When Devontae Adams wasn't on the field, yeah, we had the Allen Lazards, but MVS was already was always poised to be the next guy to step up and have a pretty decent game. And he's going to be used a lot more frequently in Kansas City than he was used in Green Bay. And then when you talk about Juju, I mentioned it, it was injuries. I mean, if we had saw four straight years of production and then you can give me the same numbers, I'd be talking different. But when he's on the field with a noodle arm Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. with a Duck Hodges, He's found ways to show some sort of production, and that's not with a young stud like Patrick Mahomes. I'll, I'll, I said this. You lose Tyreek Hill, you probably lose two wins. I would bet at the very least on a bad week, MVS and Juju Smith-Schuster gets at least one of those wins back, and now you're talking about a 12-5 and team. I think we, we've talked about this before, and I, and I, I, didn't, I was not saying right. that the Chiefs are going to be bad now that they do not have Tyreek Hill. And I, I agree with all of your points here. I, I think to me, and this we've talked about this with like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, like we talk about MVP. It comes down to the quarterback, and when you still have Patrick Mahomes there, you, you're not going to be able to – you're not going to see that much of a difference. And like I said, I love Juju this year, uh, and I think that the Chiefs are going to be very good. Let's take a look at our standings here, and I don't – I mean, this is – this is it. I mean, no one's thinking that the Chiefs are going to be bad this year. 12 and 5, 13 and 4, 11 and 6, and 12 and 5. The only question of the standings for what the Chiefs have going on is Dylan, you have one less win than the average for the Kansas City Chiefs here. Where does that extra loss come from that maybe people are thinking, oh, they're going to win this game? Yeah, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs looking at their schedule. Perfect timing, my guy. Um, <laughs> look at it right here. Um, so at the bye, I looked at this earlier today. I thought Arizona, that's going to be a loss off the jump. Um, I, I think they drop. Whoa. I think they lose one of these uh, Week 17, Week 18 games. I don't know if it's Denver or Vegas, two divisional opponents. I think that is where they end up dropping that game. I don't know who it'll be, obviously. But I think it's uh, Denver and Vegas. I do like Andy Reid in September. The guy wins football games. Uh, September, October, he starts these seasons hot. But um, I do think they lose. Well, you week you weren't one. saying that last year when he didn't start the season hot. What? You weren't saying that last year when they didn't start the season hot, when you guys were all saying that the Chiefs were done. No one Fair. said that. Whoa, whoa. Stop don't, it. Don't, don't make me go Stop get out the old it. rough cut stuff. Aaron every still week, the Chiefs no, 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 no. Every week, every word. single you week, you used the okay. wrong word. That's just what, every, disrespectful. That's every just single disrespectful. week, who came on the show and had to calm you guys down? That's fine. You, you can stop. say that. You can say that, but do not put words in our mouth and say that we said the Kansas City Chiefs were done. No one on this show said the Kansas City Chiefs were done. Okay, I, I believe I one person have. did. I, I, I believe honest, one I person have. did. Okay, <laughs> maybe Dylan did. Maybe Dylan did. I don't remember that. I I just know from where AJ and I were both person said <laughs> yeah that's not yeah. true because there were people that on espn and them telling you yeah. that the kansas City chiefs the were thing. done there are there were people out there that did say the chiefs were done they were disrespect that's just disrespectful no one should have said that they were done last year at that point my th interesting thought here is i asked dylan where that one loss came from that a lot of people didn't that a lot of people might not have had 
and you kind of rolled over it to talk about <laughs> that week 17, week 18 matchup. Cause I, I have, I have them beating Denver at, in week 17 and then losing to Las Vegas in week 18. But you skipped right over the fact that you think they lose to Arizona week one. That's I, I don't have, I have a win for, for, for Kansas City there. That's without D hop for Arizona too. Well, to be fair, I don't think that's one where you're talking about rolling over or not rolling over. That's a tough game. It's on the road. It's yeah. the home, it's home opener for a team, and it's against a good football team who was in the playoffs last year. So if somebody wants to take Arizona against Kansas City, I don't have an issue with that. Right. I, I think – I'll just I'll tell you where my losses are at since I have them in front of me. Five losses on the season for Kansas City this year. I think they go 12-5. and five. I think Indianapolis at Indy Week 3 is going to be a tough game for them. I think that's a loss for them. I have – uh, I'm not sure what week it is, but I have at LA against the Chargers. I have at Denver against the Broncos on that on that uh, Sunday night football game, and then I have the last game of the season against at Vegas at Vegas. I think those are the games I'm looking at the most, and I'm not sure if that was five, but uh, oh, Tampa Bay as well. So those are my five. I have them all on the road, being losses. I think they win their home games. They're a very good home football team. I think 12 and five, 11 and six, 13 and four. If you want to stretch it one way or the other, I think that's where they're at. But they're not going to lose this year. I don't think they lose to bad teams this year like they lost last year. I think that's the difference. I think they learned last year not to, how not to take those games for granted, how they can't just walk in and get a win. And I think that that's the difference we see. They're going to have tough games. They're going to lose to some good teams, but they'll beat some of those good teams, and then they'll beat all the teams that they're supposed to beat. Yep. I, I battled with that indie, that indie game a few times. That was one that you know I looked at and I was like, this it could easily be a loss. But I think to me, that's what gave me their loss at Tampa Bay. I think they go in, they go hard their first or second home game or away game and beat a very good indie team and then have to go take on Tom Brady and all the headlines. It seems like the Tampa Bay always has a week four that's really big and there's headlines surrounding it all the way through. And I think that's the first one they really drop. I have them taking the three from there. And I actually have them beating Denver and Vegas in week 18. Of course, as the season goes on, if they don't need to be in that game sitting at 12 and four already then you know we can have a different conversation but yeah. today that's where i kind of have them still you, winning the last five i i'm i'm pretty sure aaron do you have buffalo beating kansas city um no i do not i have kansas no, city winning that game it's okay, at home it's at home okay mm -hmm. okay i have, I have buff i don't have buffalo beating them i do too. I, I have buffalo beating him in that game yeah. I think that the just a, the the the, the revenge the revenge game. Right. It was that coin flip that everybody are, wants to have, and yeah. you know. to think, me, those are probably the two best teams in the AFC. And yeah. unfortunately, they're playing in Kansas City. So if it was in Buffalo, I'm probably taking Buffalo. But those two teams are so close to me that I'm going to go with the home team. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So that is the Kansas City Chiefs and where we think they all land. Call a sack lunch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.